ambitious plan will tackle derelict sites in Carlow Town. Article by Suzanne Pender. Carlow Castle, the former Bank of Ireland site, and tackling dereliction in the town centre are among the projects earmarked as part of the town's ambitious Urban Rejuvenation Development Fund. Kieran Comerford, Head of Economic Development and Enterprise at the local Enterprise Office, outlined progress on the plan at last Thursday's online meeting of Carlow Municipal District. He said that plans for the former Bank of Ireland site at Potato Market were expected to go out to tender shortly, while a public realm plan designed for visual Carlow College was also imminent. In relation to the Carlow Exchange project earmarked for Tully's Yard at Potato Market, Mr Comerford confirmed that the Council had engaged with 22 groups, including community and voluntary organisations, and expected the proposal to be sent to planning in March. Mr Comerford also confirmed that the Council would be carrying out a detailed survey on land use and dereliction in the town centre, using accurate data and 3D maps to identify projects that could be considered under URDF. A tender to undertake this survey is expected to go out shortly. Mr Comerford stated there had been a lot of conversation, ideas and concepts concerning Carlow Castle. He indicated that the council was working towards a long-term plan for the site and as part of this it expected a tender to go out in the next few weeks to establish a pre-development strategy for the historic site, level zero in planning's projected timeline. Councillor Andrea Dalton welcomed the engagement of 22 groups in the Carlow Exchange project, describing it as a huge vote in favour of the project. She added that dereliction plans were hopefully the start of green shoots and would form a great baseline to measure progress. Councillor Finton Phelan remarked that dereliction was not just something that affected Carlow Town, but towns and cities all over the country. He stated that the dereliction report would be the first step in identifying various units in the town and then also identifying potential funding avenues that are there. Councillor Phelan urged the use of tax incentives and grants and all the tools in our box to get units back in use. Councillor Wallace encouraged council officials to come down heavy and aggressive on people who let properties go into dereliction, describing them as a big issue and an eyesore in Carlow. Councillor John Casson stated that Minister Malcolm Noonan had been contacted to encourage him to expedite Carlow Castle. Mayor Councillor Fergal Brown remarked that Carlow Town was not accessible to bus tours with no drop-off zones. He referred to the situation in Kilkenny, which has fantastic facilities for buses. Mr Comerford stated that an economic study would take place in June-July, which would look at the economic profile of visitors to Carlow Town and various data in relation to those visitors. He said statistics show that more visitors use cars to arrive to the town and questioned investing in facilities that may not be needed. Summing up the mood of all councillors, Mayor Brown concluded the discussion by stating that while the moves were welcome, Delivery is the key word for all of us. Tuller Road residents tormented by non-stop noise from scrambler bikes. Article by Suzanne Pender. Tuller Road residents are infuriated by an ongoing issue of scrambler bikes going non-stop near their homes, 
turning the area into an unofficial race course. The unfinished route from O'Brien Road to Ballinacarrick has become a target for bike scrambling every evening, with youths gathering to ride their loud bikes to the disgust of residents. The matter was raised by Mayor of Carlow Councillor Fergal Brown at Thursday's online meeting of Carlow Municipal District. The scrambler bikes are on the road there at the back of Aira Og and speeding across the road, he said. From 3pm every evening till 7 or 8 o'clock at night, the scrambler bikes are going non-stop and is very unfair on the local residents there, added Councillor Brown. Councillor Finton Phelan agreed that numerous complaints have been made about this serious antisocial behaviour and that the council needed to take action. We do have to have some kind of interim measure to stop this, said Councillor Phelan, who described it as noise pollution, adding that the area had become an unofficial race course. At a previous meeting, Director of Services Podrigo Gorman spoke of long-term plans for this road, which ultimately will form part of a larger aspiration to link the Wexford Road to the Grey Cullen area of Carlow Town. At last Thursday's meeting, Mr O'Gorman said he was hopeful he would have an update from the department shortly in terms of advancing the long-term plan. In relation to the issue of the scrambler bikes, Mr O'Gorman stated that the land and the roads in the area were privately owned, but added that the council would try to find a solution over the next couple of weeks to alleviate the situation. Councillor Brown expressed the hope that some form of resolution would be found, while Councillor John Casson remarked, the big thing is that the road is finished and that would stop that behaviour. Mother and baby homes should be investigated as crime scenes. Article by Suzanne Pender. Mother and baby homes across the country are not just burial grounds but crime scenes and should be investigated as such, a local councillor stated. Councillor Adrienne Wallace brought forward a notice of motion to last week's online meeting of Carlow Municipal District calling on the government to initiate criminal investigations into these institutes. Any resources currently in the hands of religious orders involved in the systematic abuse of women and children should be seized and offered as compensation to victims. The motion continued. The motion was passed, but only just, with Councillor Ken Murnane voting against and Councillors Fergal Brown and Tom O'Neill abstaining. Councillor Wallace pointed out that these religious orders still operated, declaring that their money was funded by the illegal and forced adoption of children. She asked why criminal proceedings hadn't been initiated in light of the findings of the Mother and Baby Homes report, which outlined the physical and mental torture endured by people at these homes. The motion was seconded by Councillor John Casson. A roll call vote was then called, with Councillors John Casson, Andrea Dalton, Finton Phelan and Adrienne Wallace voting for the motion. Councillor Murnane voted against the motion, with Councillor Brown and Councillor O'Neill abstaining. Councillor Dalton spoke of the good work done by many religious, adding that her understanding was that the religious orders would contribute to any redress scheme established. She also pointed out that any contribution made should not leave nuns destitute. Councillor Casson said the motion did not question the good work done by many in religious life, but added that, unfortunately, there was a lot of bad work done there too. Councillor Brown pointed out that the seizing of assets was a very complicated process, 
while Councillor Murnane stated that, for him, the important thing was that the people this happened to are looked after. Unfortunately, the people involved in this are long gone. This should be about getting people the compensation and help and support they needed. It's not about suing dead people, he added. Calls for CCTV to stop rocks being thrown from bridge. Article by Suzanne Pender. Erin Rodairn has been called on to install CCTV at Carpenter's Way to deter the shocking incidents of stones being thrown from the railway bridge into the path of oncoming traffic below. Councillor John Casson brought forward a notice of motion at last Thursday's online meeting of Carlow Municipal District calling on the company to install CCTV on the bridge. For weeks, traffic has been targeted by this particularly nasty antisocial behaviour. Gardaí have been informed, but the people doing this didn't seem to care, and a lot of cars have been damaged at this stage, said Councillor Casson. I really do feel Erin Rodairn should play a role in this. The motion was seconded by Councillor Tom O'Neill and unanimously supported. Defects on Duggan Bridge Calls from both Carlow and Leash County Councils to TII to repair defects on Duggan Bridge have not yet been answered. The matter was raised by Councillor Tom O'Neill, who called for an update on the cleaning up of Duggan Bridge. Director of Services Padraig O'Gorman said the council had sought funding for defects at the bridge and described the issue as substantial enough. He added that Leash County Council had expressed concern about the repair of the defects on the bridge, but it had no answer back yet from TII. Pure bullshit. What a Leash councillor thinks of annual meeting with Carlo. Article by Carmel Hayes. An annual meeting between Carlo and Leash County councillors has been dismissed as pure bullshit by one of the Leash members. Other councillors have also criticised the joint meeting, with descriptions raising from a shouting match to hot air and the greatest waste of time. The colourful comments came at an online Greg Cullen Port Arlington Municipal meeting when Chairperson Councillor Ashling Moran tried to set a date for the 2021 Carlo Leash talks, which were delayed last year due to the COVID pandemic. The yearly meeting brings together councillors from the Greg Cullen area of Carlow County Council and their counterparts from the Greg Cullen Port Arlington area of Leash County Council to discuss matters of mutual concern. Housing is always a major bone of contention, with each side regularly accusing the other of stealing council houses for their own county. As many estates straddle the county border, homes are assigned to people on the housing waiting lists in both Leash and Carlow. There have been regular skirmishes over housing in cross-border Greg Cullen, which is the second fastest growing area of Leash and has seen the construction of a large number of social houses over the past decade. Independent Leash councillor Ben Brennan, in particular, has often accused Carlow councillors of stealing local authority houses from Leash people. Councillor Pascal McAvoy recalled that the last joint meeting between Leash and Carlow was held before the local elections in 2019. As far as he was concerned, it was a non-event and the greatest waste of time. Councillor Aidan Mullins agreed and commented, It was supposed to be about important housing projects, but it was nothing but point scoring. There was a lot of hot air and waffle, and it was just a talking shop. 
pure bullshit, if you ask me. However, Councillor Moran and Councillor Podrick Fleming felt it was important to hold the meeting as soon as possible, particularly in terms of a joint approach on housing developments. Councillor Moran said, Greg Cullen is growing and we need to be involved in the decision-making. According to Dr Ronan Glynn, it will be six months before we can have meetings of big groups, so we need to make a decision soon. Councillor Fleming said the joint meeting was critical for the future development of Greg Cullen, although he agreed that the last one was hot and contentious because Carlo was getting so many houses in leash. Both Councillor Fleming and Councillor Brennan favoured a physical rather than a virtual meeting. Each suggested a postponement until a socially distanced meeting could be held in a large venue. Councillor Brennan remarked, We didn't even have joint chairmen last time. Carlo took it over. It went on for a few hours and all we got was roaring and shouting. In Zoom meetings we are at nothing. All we got last time was a shouting match. Councillor Moran replied, If it's a Zoom meeting, everyone will be muted unless their hand is raised, so they won't be able to shout and roar. Councillor Mullins argued that there was no rush as leash councillors needed to prepare a clear agenda and strategy before going into any meeting with Carlo. Otherwise, it would be pure waffle for an hour and a half. Councillor Brennan agreed that leash councillors needed to prepare and sing off the same hymn sheet. Leash County Council's Head of Finance, Jerry Murphy, said he would prepare an agenda and bring it before the March online meeting of Greg Cullen Port Arlington Municipal District. After agreement on the agenda, a date could be set for the Carlow Leash meeting, with a view to holding it in April if possible. Murnane O'Connor slams IDA over lack of visits to Carlow. Article by Suzanne Pender. The IDA's decision to visit Carlo just once in person and make one e-visit in the past year has been described as unacceptable for any county regardless of the situation. Figures released this week show that during 2020 Carlo received just one in-person visit from the IDA and one e-visit, an input that Deputy Jennifer Murnane O'Connor deems unacceptable. Even with the pandemic and virtual visits, Carlo only received one. This is completely unacceptable for any county, regardless of the situation, she said. I will be writing to the ministers involved to call for increased visits for Carlo going forward. The Carlo-based TD had questioned the Taunishta and Minister for Enterprise, Trade and Employment about the number of IDA visits in a parliamentary question. The deputy was told that site visit activity does not necessarily reflect investment potential, as a significant percentage of all new foreign direct investment, FDI, comes from existing IDA client companies. The response added, 2020 has presented undeniable challenges to our ongoing efforts to sustain and grow FDI in Ireland. The introduction of travel restrictions around the world disrupted the usual way the IDA engages with investors, resulting in fewer numbers of site visits and client meetings. The pandemic has also impacted investor confidence and has likely caused some investment decisions to be delayed or postponed. Calls for adequate car parking at New Carlow Library site. Article by Suzanne Pender. 
Car parking is needed to maximise the full potential of the impressive 10.5 million euro redevelopment plan for Carlow Library. The multi-million flagship project was unveiled recently and will involve conservation work on the former presentation buildings at Tullow Street, as well as a fresh contemporary design to the rear of the existing library building. At the online unveiling of the plans, Mayor of Carlow, Councillor Fergal Brown, remarked that car parking was vital to maximise the potential of this great development. For schools visiting the library that need to use buses, they have to have somewhere to park, he said, adding that tour operator Paddy Wagon also had difficulty accessing the library museum facility due to lack of parking. Councillor Brown suggested examining the possibility of acquiring car parking facilities at 121 Tullow Street or on College Street near the Cathedral Parish Centre. Councillor Ken Murnayan expressed concern about residents in the area and their access to car parking at the rear of the library that's been there for years. Director of Services Pat Delaney stated that private car parking in the area would not be interfered with as a result of this development, while County Librarian John Shortle spoke of the good relationship the library had with local residents. They have been informed of this and as a consequence we have been liaising with them, he assured councillors. The redevelopment of the County Library buildings will include an enhanced local studies section, genealogy section and county archives area. A children's library, new tourism office, toilet facilities and a large, light-filled civic space in the centre of the building are all part of the ambitious plan. Carlow County Council is seeking financial support for the project under a number of funding streams including the National Library's Capital Development, the Urban Regeneration and Development Fund, URDF, and Conservation Funding.